Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. You are bored in your life, and you are trying to make yourself relevant by talking Hey, Brendan. Hello, Dan. So, something broke last week that came out of nowhere. We were not expecting it. Mm-hmm. It, I, like, it took me a while to even like really process it. There was, I believe it was on Variety.com, an announcement of a whole bunch of shows, reality shows in particular, mm-hmm. are coming to Discovery Plus, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the Food Network, TLC, Discovery Channel, like premium streaming service. It's the like only streaming service I don't yet have, but I will, <laughs> yeah. I'll be getting it this week. <laughs> and strangely enough, Real Housewives of Cheshire, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of seasons, and the first two seasons of Real Housewives of Melbourne have already been added to Discovery Plus as this episode is live. Great. And people have been telling us for a long time that Real Housewives of Melbourne is one of the best housewives out there. And we had only not watched yet because in the U.S. it's like harder to come by as far as like to get access to. Yeah, you need to like know the ones and zeros like become a hacker the know, vpn or whatever the dark I, webs i don't know what that is yeah um is the vpn the same as an nft it's very similar yeah okay <laughs> so but like this week we now have no choice but to watch melbourne so yeah. so we're gonna 
kind of digest it in a palatable uh, format in terms of obviously kicking it over to our Patreon bonus content uh, where we've gone on similar journeys in the past, like uh, DC, which I watched mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, so far, two seasons are on Discovery+. Plus. We are going to do the first six episodes of the 12-episode season of season one of Melbourne next week on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So you'll have time to dive in and watch it. We'll be kind of going at that cadence uh, once a month, uh, half a season as we get through like the first two seasons. Yeah. And I mean, like knowing us we're long winded, so it'll probably be longer Patreon episodes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So if, if, and just like that wasn't reason enough for you to d- d- dive into Patreon, you now have this as well. Yes. Wow. Let's okay. move on to kind of the biggest news happening in the Bravo universe this week, which is the, utterly racist shit that Jenny from Salt Lake City had been posting on uh, her Facebook for a lot of 2020. You know what? We kind of caught wind of this. Not that that we're like investigative journalists, but remember when she was like first joined, there was that picture of her going around like holding like a assault rifle and like I heart my haters hat. Yeah. And like, we just didn't dive deeper into it, but something felt off at the time. And it seems like nobody did till this week. And I have an explanation of like why people might not have, but I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen the posts on like social media online. If not, it's in our Facebook group. Somebody's posted about it. It's on Reddit, yada, yada, yada. We don't need to go post by post, but um, I just want to touch on her um, really idiotic uh apology because it's so easy to debunk um so she posted one of those like what looks like she went to go do an instagram story Mm. over black text or over a black background and white text yeah and she said i wanted to acknowledge and apologize for my deleted facebook post from 2020 that resurfaced today we'll get to that Mm -hmm. at the time i thought i was speaking out against violence but i had since learned how offensive and hurtful my words were. It's why I deactivated that account more than a year ago. We'll get to that. And why I continue to try to learn about perspectives different than my own. I regret those posts and I'm sincerely sorry for the pain they caused. So I just want to like talk about where my headspace is when Mm. the screenshot started coming out. I was like, okay, I see a screenshot, but like, I want to see it for myself. Yeah. So I went to Jenny's Facebook page, which most of her posts were public for yeah. years and years and years. And I scrolled and scrolled and I scrolled. And it wasn't easy because she's one of those people who are yeah. constantly just sharing like memes and shit to Facebook. And it's usually offensive shit like this, like mm-hmm. anti-BLM stuff, like this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had to scroll for a very, 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 very long time. And the posts were there as of this past Tuesday. Yeah. So she did not deactivate this account <laughs> over a year ago. And yeah. they were not de- they were not the quote deleted Facebook post that she speaks of. They were still there. Yeah. Well, I mean, my favorite part is speaking of them as if like these are posts from 2010 that have been right. unearthed like after a long archaeological excavation like Right. <laughs> like these were posts from like while season one of Salt Lake City was 
was airing. <laughs> exactly. And like while while Bravo itself was branding itself and having all these like conversations about Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. like on their social and like doing the two specials that actually aired on TV and like that, yeah. that was like she was posting this shit then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for her to later become an employee of that channel, it's just like what the what is going on? Yeah, a bit wild. And from the word on the street is obviously like everyone wants the cast to speak out on this. Mm-hmm. And so far only Meredith Marks had said anything and yeah. she simply tweeted vile. And then someone was like, girl, you're going to have to give us more, <laughs> more than vile. And then she was like, well, I can't, I'm not allowed to to talk about this right now, but like I have plenty to say essentially. Mm-hmm. So it seems as though, and then like, what people are saying now is they can't say anything because they're currently in production. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like Jenny was supposed to be returning and now they're figuring out like, what the fuck are they going to do with her? Like, are they going to even, are they going to like restart the season? It would, the season would only be a few, like a, a few weeks in at this point. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. You know, no idea. But yeah, I think I casting is like scrambling right now. Yeah. I mean, we already know like, Mary not going to the reunion kind of marked her fate with mm-hmm. the show. Um, you know, Jen Shaw has a court date just months away and who knows how that will be transpiring. So it's kind of like, we need to get a bunch of fresh faces in here real quick. I guess we're going to have to tag Angie in. I mean, Angie, are you ready? I like, <laughs> I, like and th- that's, that's what's funny is, that was actually like a fun part of the first half of the season. Is like having this like brand new friend of the housewives who like looked like Sarah Paulson. But then also like was a friend of Lisa's. Then they completely fell out and she's mm-hmm. like now friends with Whitney. Like there was interesting stuff going on there. Yeah. We will see. I'm sure they'll figure it out. It's, it, I mean, it's just horrible that she believes these things and i still believe i still believe she believes these things oh yeah um <laughs> i mean like like 2020 is literally two minutes ago like isn't i know is it the joke everyone says like oh like we're all still thinking it's 2020 because that's when COVID exactly started. Exactly. yeah <laughs> yeah wow Ugh. Ugh. and now we have to talk about salt lake city <laughs> which okay my my overall thing with salt lake city right now is I still don't know what we're ever talking about. Yeah. Especially like early in this like episode, it's like, we don't know what, why they're really fighting. It's so convoluted and it's like hard to figure out the dynamics. And it's truly like, like we said in the past, it's like, this is a group of women like fully just put together and trying to figure out how to be on a TV show together. Like this is a show about being on a reality TV show at the end of the day. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, we went from to be continued Jenny, not not Jenny, Jen and Lisa, like about to go at it into Jen crying on the bus and Lisa consoling her. Jen must like have like magic beans or something that she gives people <laughs> to like bring them along in this journey with her because yeah. I don't get it. It's like even her with Heather. It's like, how is she? How are these people still like? Come on. Along for the ride. Along for the ride. Exactly. Yeah. Um, You brought up last week when we were at the spa. Oh, Jen is drinking a mimosa. Is this going to be 
like a violation of her bail condition. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, like she is getting lit up while in Zion. I know. And my other question about that is like, she's drinking out of a water bottle at the start of it. And does she think she's like being slick, being slick about it? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the thing is, is like, this is being filmed and now it's currently airing. Like, the judge now has this in front of him. Like, mm-hmm. does does the judge do something about what is out in the open? I guess, but like, what I I don't I don't have my legal hat on. I don't have a legal hat, so like, I don't know what the judge would do in this particular case. Like, yeah. given that like alcohol isn't directly involved with like what she's charged for, yeah. it's just like I guess you get like a slap on the wrist, or it's like a well, well, no, but no, like the charge. The thing is, is this, like terms of your bail have nothing to do with uh, your actual charge. Like if a term of the bail is you cannot leave the state, Jen Shaw, mm-hmm. like you can't leave the state. If the term of your bail is like you cannot do drugs, excessively drink, this or that, that is a So term this of the goes bail. on like, does this go on like a little piece of paper that the jury gets? I literally no. know nothing about the law. Okay. No, so, so, okay, if you are out on bail, you are like, you you are allowed to essentially not be held in jail while like awaiting trial. Mm-hmm. So like being out on bail, like that can be revoked if you violate the rules the judge sets for you to be out of jail while waiting for trial. Oh, so we might be we might be getting clink clink. Well, I'm just like I'm like oh my god like. I would be worried if I was her as this episode is airing. Right. Wow. Um, one one quick thing about like the Jenny stuff, which we already wrapped up, is that New New Jersey released their taglines the day this was all kind of exploding, and mm-hmm. like that got completely lost in the like in the shuffle in terms of like the New Jersey promo rollout. I know. Like and no one's talking about Jersey right now. I know. I will say. Um... Jennifer has the best tagline. Mm. Yes, of course, of course. Okay. Um, I mean, we already talked about it in terms of last episode, but Meredith and Mary not being on the van, it's like, you're killing the vibe. It's annoying. Yeah. Though this is a seven-hour trip, right? I don't know. Is it? I we're, thought I saw the number state. seven. It's like Those states are big. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I know. They're big, <laughs> they're like big square-ish states. That's what's mm-hmm. always like so funny about like as the map progresses, like on like over here on the East Coast, we got all these like squiggly lines going everywhere. Yeah. And they're, they're like, let's just like clean it up a little bit. Yeah, but I'm thinking even like when I was growing up, I lived in Georgia, right near Atlanta, and it would take six hours to get to North Florida, the oh. very tippy top part of North yeah. Florida. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. like like Utah is like so much bigger. I'm sure. Oh my god, states are. You know what's funny? Like when you are in New York driving to Boston slash Massachusetts, Connecticut feels like the biggest state that is. Tell ever me existed. about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. what kind of magic is going on there. That would be the worst because we would always travel from Georgia to mm. my grandma's in Massachusetts, and Connecticut would be hell. What is I mean, happening there? Connecticut. It's like is that where like. A wizarding school of magic exists. I, yeah, I think it must. I think it must. Because I don't think the rules of like time and space apply there. It's like like it's hell, utter hell. No offense to Connecticut. I like no. the state in general, yeah. but like, wow. 
Wow. You guys got to like figure that out somehow. And I'm sure other people will like, if we share the same sentiment with this, other people will mm. know what we're talking oh, about. Oh, no, no. I think like if you're a Northeast gal, you know about Connecticut. Yeah, you know. You know. Okay. Um, Mary, this whole season, has never wanted to be filming. <laughs> I don't get why she's on the show. It's just because of like, she wants a paycheck maybe. And like, she lucked out having like a weird story. It does. She want a paycheck. That doesn't seem to be like a concern. I don't know. Like if you're not, if you're not going to the reunion, like you don't care about your paycheck. We've never had like a less enthusiastic person on the show. Like she wants to be a housewife. The least of the 130 women who have come before her. I know. We really need, like, not all Diamonds and Rosé to do a chapter on Mary because I want to know what the producers say about her. Like, mm. how she was cast, why she's cast, her at it, like, her, like, thoughts going into it and everything. The the decision to bring her back after season one. Yeah. Is it because she went to, like, the, fl- the fake snow during the reunion? I think that's <laughs> that, part of it. That was the tipping point, yeah. <laughs> uh, Whitney plans our little trip. I I understand Whitney's frustration. Mm-hmm. She planned this. Half of it got screwed up. I understand her frustration with Mary in terms of like, I went to your church and did all this. Like you could like play along here. Yeah. Her like trying to wrangle Meredith and like Meredith is still in that like Jean look. <laughs> yes. Even before that, like Heather and Whitney trying to hide from Meredith and Mary when they come in and then finally mm. like letting them in while they're like curling their hair and like telling them everything that happened on the yeah. ride. Just a lot of interesting dynamics here. Meredith, like as a person. Yeah. Floating through life like this, it just like an interesting person. She's to me, and this isn't a bad thing, but I think like she actually is Caroline Manzo vibes. Like, my family's everything and I don't necessarily need like any outsiders. Okay. But I think she knows the worth of being on this show and like going through the motions and doing the things. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She's part of the group where like, I don't know why, I don't know what she's ever thinking. I don't know her POV. I don't know her motivation. I don't like, she doesn't really seem to like being on the show that much either, but like, but then you and I both talk about how much she loves being a housewife off the show. Yeah. Cause you get to like go to New York and like hang out with like the established housewives. And like, I don't think she likes her cast. I think, Mm. I think she would love to be like with Dolores in New Jersey, (laughs) but not New Jersey. No, she wants to be on Roni. Cause she's, uh, she lives in New York. Yeah. But she'd like to be like, like bring Dolores with her. Cause Dolores <laughs> seems to be like her favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what we're screaming at about at dinner. Okay. So it's like a few different fights in all types of ways. The private investigator, the private investigator, but that's the last one. Okay. Okay. First we're going through like, there's the I think the most interesting dynamic is the weird Meredith defense of Jen versus mm. because Meredith was there after the arrest, so knows what everyone said about Jen. Yeah, yeah. And so that's Meredith's MO, which I think is an actually really interesting thing because it makes her look like a it makes her to me look like an okay person being like, these people are like being phony to you because, like, for example, Jenny referred to you as a crimi- 
criminal. And so that makes Jen and Jenny fight during the yeah, yeah. like dinner. And like, so Meredith's provoking that, but then Whitney's mad that nobody wants to fix her mm. relationship with Mary the way that people want to fix Meredith's relationship with Jen. Mm-hmm. So there's that going on too. But the thing is, but Whitney, ahead. like if I was Whitney, I would just like let that ship sail. Like why? Like by being upset about that, you're like legitimizing Mary on this show, which at this point, like, I, if I was her, I'd see the writing on the wall. Like, what is she doing here? Like, (laughs) I know, but when you're, I don't think, I think when you're like in it, you Mm. don't see the writing and her big storyline early in the season, Whitney's was with Mary. Yeah. yeah, The little girl fight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sure. So it's like when you're on this show, I think you want to like figure out what your storyline is. Then you Mm. need to resolve that storyline. And Mm. so when you see people trying to resolve another storyline and yours isn't being resolved, you get pissed. Mm. Okay. Yeah. A lot's going on, but we did get the like iconic from the trailer Meredith moment of what's the, she's now selling t-shirts of it. It's like, love you, baby. Love you, baby. Which like, it will go, <laughs> I think it will go down not as a, not as like a top tier housewives no. iconic moment, but it will go down in Salt Lake City housewives history as something like mm-hmm. something, maybe yeah. 10, maybe top 10. Sure. For now, not, I don't think of like, if, if the franchise were to continue, I don't think it will like stand the test of time. I know. I will say we need to, before we leave, touch on the pool party a little more. Okay. Just because it was like, so it was so unwell. These people (laughs) have been drinking for several hours in a car pool party. Now they're all going to attempt to get into the pool and like interact. Mm. And then we found, found out that like, one of them can't swim, so it's oh, like yeah. problematic that like Jen's jumping onto these floats because we're, we might have a drowning on our hands. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to just like wrapping this up. The season? Yeah. Okay. I just I think like I don't. Well, actually, you know what? We do have some surprises because Andy did say like stuff comes up in the final episodes that they watched right before the reunion that there's there's revelations yeah. that we don't know about yeah yet, so. okay 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 so then maybe i am looking forward to more okay, okay. i guess you're, just, you're bordering on one of those people who just wants to cancel all the shows so we have nothing to talk about oh no i don't want to cancel it but this has been a long season yeah and it's gonna yeah. be a little longer too yeah i the thing is like i you know i just cannot wait to get to our next program which is okay. summer house just rewatched Ooh, wow. I wish I had the time to do that. But like, I feel like it's in, it's ingrained in my head because it's like all I'm thinking about, really. Okay. I had to rewatch that because that was what, Monday night, Tuesday night? I know. And I kind of like, because I think last season, Summer House was like the night we were recording or something. Yes, because what we did was we would record, then mm. go watch Summer House. Then yes. Talk Finish about recording. it immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like, I like having the opportunity to stew on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? Agreed. And this premiere, like this, like the premiere is, I feel like a premiere can be very hit or miss, especially for something like this, where, you know, the premiere is going to be when they are coming into the house. Whereas on the Housewives shows, the premiere could be whatever the producers decide the premiere to be. The thing I like about Summer House being we know it's a formula that we know we're going to be comfortable getting into the cars in the city and driving out Mm. to the Hamptons and going into the house. And I like that. 
Yeah. But but don't you, do you see what my point in terms of like how much story we got in one episode in a 24 hour period mm-hmm. where like it has to happen then because that's the, we're moving into the house, you know? Well, it's also like you're putting people into a house as opposed to people are living their, living mm-hmm. their lives apart. Yeah. So yeah. things are going to happen regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like so impressed with with how it all transpired. And then also like with this and Vanderpump rules airing like side by side one after the other, like it just feels so different to me. I know though. I will say I liked this Vanderpump. Oh yeah. 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 We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But like, but on the journey we have been with Vanderpump rules all season, you know, this is like another level for me. Yes. Uh, Dan, tell us about how you like summer house. I've never heard this in my life. You never heard it. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about the casualness with which we meet our new friends. Yeah, that's the point, right? But I, you know, I feel like there was, there's never been so little fanfare. Okay. You didn't know they were coming? No, I knew they were coming, but it was just kind of like, oh, like, this is Maya. Uh, She kind of knows Paige. (laughs) And they're like, oh yeah, like we know each other Mm -hmm. from... Going out in the city. Going out, being around. <laughs> no, Maya's explanation was like, like drinking outside. How else do you know people? <laughs> and she was talking like directly to Carl, who then like two seconds later was talking about how he's six months sober. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then for Alex to be brought in by Andrea, who is not technically canon to Summer House, mm-hmm. was interesting as well. I like it though. I feel like we're... I know what they're, I see what they're doing with this universe. Mm. They're giving us a lot of players who can be brought back into the different houses when at the whim of the producers. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like, uh, what's his name? Alex. Is that his name? Yeah. Has a little, has something to prove. Like if your shtick is going to be, I love working out. That is not going to cut it for me. I know. I mean, like, he's really cute, really attractive, seems nice, but, like, I get what uh, Paige and Sierra were saying. Like, him coming in in that muscle shirt, it's, mm. like, a little a little obvious. It's a little, like, straight from the gym. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, eating however many, however many pounds of turkey mm, in that morning. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you do you, but then, yeah. I don't know. But speaking of Paige and Sierra, it's interesting, like, what a difference a year makes in terms of Last summer, we were only just meeting Sierra, and now Sierra is, like, core. Inner circle, but that's what being on TV does. And I'm loving the flavor of those two Willy Wonka girls. Like, them just hanging out in bed. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. What did you think about them eating Lay's in bed? Do, Do not love that. What food do you think is acceptable to eat in bed? None. Not You don't eat anything in bed ever. Well, I mean, you know, like, here, I would have to, like, bring it upstairs. Yeah, but so? But, like, why, why would I do that? <laughs> like, there's why not? Of- to, like, w- like, eat a snack and watch TV or do whatever your quiet reading time is. Well, I could eat a snack and watch TV, like, on the couch. And even on the okay. couch. Sometimes you're too logical and, like, you need to have live a little. Even on the couch, like, we're not eating anything willy-nilly. And, like, 
the funny thing is like sometimes like we'll have a popcorn and it's like oh my god now we gotta like clean this fucking couch because like it gets a little sloppy you know yeah you're just like one of the most anal people ever but <laughs> do you want to hear one thing i like about um summer house that's been consistent is all the houses like you're in a different house technically but like it feels comfortable oh i always feel like i'm home yeah because <laughs> no like where i am the ho- and maybe this is all the houses in like this area of the Hamptons, but they all are like done up the same. Like the front door even looks the same. I got to say though, I'm glad they're not staying at the Miami housewives house. Cause that felt very different. Like I, that would have been jarring oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, like that one was too nice. Yeah. I think that's a newer build. And yeah. it was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have our never ending engagement uh, with, Kyle and Amanda. And it's insane to me how we went from summer house where it was like, they were like footloose and fancy free and like happy and just like along for the ride to where we are at. Oh, you mean winter house to this? Oh yeah. Winter house to this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like seasonal, Mm -mm. you know, yeah, it's like seasonal. It's like, you're in Vermont, you all you kind of have is each other. And now they're back in like their little Kyle's little playground where the, like and it's finally they can do stuff and be out and he goes back to his behaviors that he's been doing every season we've seen him on this television show except yeah. for the one season that was the big covid season. Yeah. Do but like do you think Kyle was out trying to cheat? No, but I also don't know why he was out by himself. Yeah. Like, if the entire rest of the house went home, I'm like, wouldn't you just go home? And I could hear an explanation. Maybe he ran into friends, but it didn't. doesn't seem like it. It seems like he was going around and, like, being the famous guy out in the Hamptons. Yeah. Well, I see, that's the thing. I think, like, he likes he likes being the famous guy. And, like, that's annoying. And, like, check your phone once mm. oh, d- yeah. during, being fam- during being famous guy. Well, I mean, we learned. I, I sound like a fucking <laughs> Kyle Cook apologist. But you are, though. That has been your role on this podcast no, for no, years. No, no, no. <laughs> but he did admit on uh, Watch Rabbit's Live that he did check, the like, on the 14th call and then just proceeded to ignore the rest of the calls, which is bad. Wow. That's bad. Did you that not is, watch that Watch What Happens Live? I did watch it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I did. And then I listened to the Radio Andy about it. Mm. And how Andy said he loves an episode like that because he loves when one of these little Bravo guys does something shitty and he can just give him a hard time for the entire episode. Okay, I gotta say, and I think I tweeted this, Andy used to, like, hate when the Summer House kids were on Watch What Live. Like, even behind the bar, he would, like, not want to even talk about the show. And like, he was like a pig and shit with Carl and Kyle on this week. Well, because he's like, he can see how the show's doing on the network that he works for. Mm -hmm. But like, but doesn't he seem to be genuinely interested in comparison to when Tom and Tom were on this week? Like he would ask a question that was clearly not written by him. And like he, they would miss it and not understand what he was talking about. And then, he would not know what he was talking about either. I think the clear difference here, and he actually talks a little bit about this on the show, is that 
the guys from Summer House are better at at doing the show and like talking on the show and like somebody like Tom Schwartz is like never wanting to say anything bad about somebody he's like it, they're so difficult to like get a word out. He talked about that on Radio Andy. Wow, that is actually riveting to me. You should subscribe to Series X. <laughs> wow, <laughs> do we get do we get a commission? <laughs> I don't know, but I do I do learn a lot. Yeah, you do learn a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I I'm obviously Team Amanda. I would be furious if like f- for 27 calls, like you are nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And by you, you mean Alex? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mean um, you. I mean th- like the the you as in like the general you. Right, speaking. right, right. Um, before all that though, we had the dinner. Also, like we need to touch on some people. We're mm. like kind of going over people. Oh yeah. Like we're we first of all we're getting Carl and Danielle back. Oh. We haven't seen them in the oh. house. But like, uh, what what's it called? Something makes the heart grow fonder. Absence. A- absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> <laughs> something makes the heart something harder. something does something really does um yeah but no i mean like i was just getting into my groove with danielle last summer house season and then i've always i've always famously loved carl from season one yeah and even they did like the little flashback and i was like oh i liked him then i liked him then i liked him then mm-hmm. i liked him then yeah well i mean it's like he's so easy to root for now he's like su- yeah like such a nice guy, like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, obviously he activated Lindsay, but he didn't know. He didn't know, and like we didn't know as the audience. The only one who knew, or the only one who, kn- yeah, yeah. who knew, was Danielle's confessional. Yeah. Yeah, it, because we don't even know if Danielle knew at that time because her and Carl had a scene before Carl and Lindsay talked, and. Maybe Danielle was being a good actress and didn't want to say anything, but it seemed like Danielle might not have known. And then Carl and Lindsay talked. Okay. I could, that, I, I, or maybe I, it was Danielle didn't, didn't know the exact reason that Lindsay was activated that night. Mm. Maybe she knew about the miscarriage, but didn't know okay. the exact reason she was activated that yeah. night. Okay. I'm going to make a bold statement. Okay. I think Danielle might be the protagonist. Maybe. I think she might. Cause like she is the voice of reason, the reasonable one. Although we are going to now see her get into it. Like we have never before later this season, mm-hmm. but, but what she is saying does sound like something reasonable in terms of like, you're letting these shitty men like drive you girls crazy. I see what you mean as far as protagonist for us, but like, mm. As far as show protagonists, the way it's set up, it's like Amanda and uh, Paige as far as like the season is leading up to Amanda's wedding. And then the season is also Mm. thus far all about Paige and who she ends up with. Yeah. But I mean, like for us and our what we do and what we talk about. Yeah. yeah. I think Danielle is probably the protagonist. Yeah. It's just different from Housewives in that way, because Housewives isn't like a romance. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Lindsay, I, my heart broke for her. I know. 
And like, like I did not know which direction we were going in terms of like the telling of the story Mm -hmm. in terms of like, I didn't even know that she and Jason really were continuing past Winterhouse. I thought that was just kind of like a bit. An act, yeah. And for like the journey that like she discovers she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then like, obviously we know she did not have the child. And like, I did not know how that was going to play out either. Um, To learn that then it was a miscarriage and then she would have kept the child. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was, it was a lot. And like, it was brave of her to talk about it because mm-hmm. it sounds like it messed her up, especially because like we know where Lindsay is at in her life. Well, I mean, yeah, especially like given we've been on a journey with her and she is a particular kind of person who wants to be in a particular place. So like she wants that happy ending and she wants to have a kid and she wants to be in love and she wants to like have this like perfect, uh, happily ever after. And I'm, I'm no joke, seriously rooting for her and Carl. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now that we know that they're together. Well, I'm going to touch on that in a second, but like, I thought what was interesting is like, we knew the Strabi timeline, right. On the, like the scratch paper. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting was like, she's the kind of like type A person. Like I want, like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Like, but, but like we're dating for one year, engage, move in, get married, baby. Da, 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 da. So what was interesting was that like, when she learned that she was pregnant, it was like, oh, well, this isn't exactly how I would have wanted this to play out. But like, mm-hmm. this is what I want. But it, it could have been like a Miranda and Steve situation. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course, of course. So like that, getting that perspective of her was was interesting. Mm-hmm. But now the Lindsay and Carl thing, I mean, we already have like Lindsay's side of it in terms of the press rollout. But then Carl on Watch Women's Live essentially like gushing over Lindsay mm-hmm. was... I can't like, I'm almost like sad that we're not going to really get to see it play out, but we kind of get to see like the seeds being planted. Yeah. And then maybe next summer we'll see the rest of it. Or if they put her on housewives, which I'm gunning for. Oh my God. Like the truly Lindsay and Carl belong on Roni. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Let's make it. Oh my God. It would be amazing. Okay. I, did not really like wrap my head around the timeline of Paige was seeing Andrea mm-hmm. and then also hooking up with Craig, but then Andrea is coming in as her potential love interest. Love interest. And then Craig's going to come in later and then yeah. Austin's going to be here. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But it's fun to watch her flirt with uh, Andrea. Yeah. Sierra, we're learning, like, move to New York. Like, she was not living in New York prior to last summer. Right. And then it's her first time in the Hamptons actually, like, being able to, like, Mm. go see things in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also Maya's first time in the Hamptons. And she got out of a five-year engagement. Which is... Like, oh, who was, that's like Tanya Sam. Oh, true. 
Oh, yeah. May yeah. she rest in peace. Oh my God, I miss her every day. Ah, God. The like the three sisters in bed together, like cuddling and crying, Cut. s- sneaking out when Kyle comes home. I know the breaking of all of his stuff, him stepping on the glass. Carl waking up like at 6 a.m. to do his little routines. Mm-hmm. Seeing the stuff on the porch. Oh, like you couldn't write it. You could not write it. You could not write it. Though, I mean, like. Kyle woke up belligerent to the extent where like when Carl pointed out that he had brought Kyle's stuff back inside, he like made some angry comment about it. And then he continued to be belligerent in their fight together. And we found out we need to touch on the contract. Oh and my you're, God. I, I keep on seeing your mouth move. Like you're trying to defend Kyle in some way, but there's a contract with the parents. Well, no, what, what I was just going to say about the waking up is that like, he's clearly so drunk. Right. But I mean, like, uh, I'm not saying some like humility, man. Oh yeah, of course. But like, I, I think he's so drunk. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I sound crazy. <laughs> you really like, I, it's like, like you don't have to defend him around every corner. I know you like a blonde man, but like, calm down. <laughs> oh yeah. I love the fan fiction that you call like Alex blonde. <laughs> he's pretty much, he, he presents blonde. <laughs> okay. Okay. The contract. The contract is really you, like this is like this is underappreciated because this is something that would be in a trailer. And like I love when the producers and the editors show restraint. Save something, yeah. Save something for like the true lovers of mm-hmm. the show. You know? Yeah, love that. Thank you for saving it for the true lovers. Um <laughs> the fact that Ky- or Amanda's parents have a contract with Kyle. That if Amanda decides to leave him before the wedding, Kyle has to pay the cost of the wedding back to them. Yes. Business people. That is capitalism, baby. <laughs> this is a business, man. Wolves of Wall Street, bitch. <laughs> wow. My... No, but I mean, that's like really, that's like a really sick sign for the relationship. No offense. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, rooting for them. Alex and I were talking about it and like, they kind of have to get married. Like they can't break up because why now? Well, now, you don't want Kyle to lose the money because you're such a Kyle apologist. You don't no, want to lose the no. money. Like they're both fixtures of this show. Like they could not do, they could not both do the show moving forward. Right. That's not how love works. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but I'm just talking about like, no, I'm not, I'm talking about like, Things that would factor into like, oh my God, what the fuck? I got like, I'm in business with this man. I'm filming the show with this man. I left my career. Like. Sure. But I mean like, yes, yes, yes. And I feel like this this is where we're getting a little too like into the show. But like, if you think like, if she is so offended by like what he's doing and if he humiliates her this much going forward. I think she could be like, I can leave the show and yeah. leave you. And then I can le- get help from my parents and figure start a new life. Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, what's so funny, like when the wedding all happened, like we did not know like the journey that they had been on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> cause, cause like when had winter house had not even aired yet. Right. Or was was airing? I think it was like about to start airing 
right after the wedding. And who would have, like everything, everyone looked so happy. Like we were all so happy that day. It's hard to imagine how terrible things were once were. <laughs> wow. wow. Wow, Should wow, we move wow. on from Kyle Cook Apology Hour to the next subject? <laughs> oh my god, I'm am I canceled? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, okay. I'm. I. Oh my god. Woo-hoo-hoo. Okay, Vanderpump Rules. Let's let's now go into some scripted television. <laughs> the best the best episode of the season, right? The best episode of the season. Not as, saying much. As produced by one Lisa Vanderpump, who produced like a a, a fine little scene for herself. Yeah. Congratulating also, a beautiful couple that have since called off their engagement. <laughs> I know. I mean, like the best parts of this to me were seeing the family weirdly, like all the different players, like okay. buttons. Hello, please open the stage. Buttons, loosen up your buttons, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I'm seriously. I mean, that seeing the families interact and like watch, like the petty drama unfold was the most interesting stuff, mm-hmm. and also. I well, J- agree. Go ahead. James's mom like was excited to jump into the petty drama. I know, but like her point was right. Uh, okay, <laughs> she <laughs> she is a lot. She is a lot. She is she is like definitely part of the Malfoy family as far as like that's <laughs> the energy she's bringing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Couldn't you see her up with there with like Bellatrix Lestrange? But is she a Mal? Is Bellatrix Lestrange a Malfoy? Sister to Narcissa Malfoy. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I don't want to go into the history. I'm sorry. Of the- I don't know oh, the I'm fucking gonna- family tree. Yeah, sorry. I don't want to go into the history of a text written by a turf. I shouldn't have <laughs> I know. even brought it there. But like, you, people wow. get the reference. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like you just saved me from the Kyle Cook apology <laughs> oh, hour. <sure. laughs> um, she also, his mom was kind of styled like early seasons Danielle Stop in a way. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like the like same shortish brown hair, slinky dress, sexy body, that type sure, of look. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Sheena and Brock are two pieces of shit. <laughs> and I don't, it's, it's hard for me to say that about two people on the show when everyone is a piece of shit. I was thinking about Brock and I was like, who would win battle to like the bottom as far as like worst between like him and Jax? Because I was thinking there's a world where me, a viewer, at least like enjoyed Jax on television where I don't think I've enjoyed Brock for one second. And I'm like, why did you break up with Lisa Bonet and why aren't you starring in Aquaman? Like, oh my God. don't you have better things to do? Wow. Uh, I, uh, the thing, this episode where like, where Lisa Vanderpump was like, oh my God, Sheena, how could you do that? In ter- like, Lisa, you, you told her to do that. Yeah, you <laughs> like, told her to do this. <laughs> and like, they're just trying to get out like at a slick wedding before the season's over, like in the corner. Yeah, uh, the the idea of, I think there was like some interview somewhere where Brock is like, oh, well, we wanted, oh, I think they were responding to tweets or something. No, Sheena was responding to tweets. I was like, oh, well, 
we wanted it to be on camera, so we had to do it because filming was was ending at this trip. Like psycho, <laughs> you you're a nut. Psycho. Um, James feeding Raquel her lines for her speech. Oh, sick! It's like the visual of just the like fiance standing on the balcony by herself without mm. looking down at who's going to be the husband and he's not next to her like yeah. what's this visual here is she <laughs> is she marrying casper the friendly ghost like what is going on <laughs> I, I mean i'm glad i'm glad we're at where we are now we did get the pump rules trailer ahead of this episode yeah for the reunion yeah and it's virtual oh <sighs> We didn't know this going into this. No, had no idea. Well, because like no one's really giving like us the word on the street for Vanderpump Rules. And nobody's giving us the entire, I get nervous anytime Andy's going to host a reunion now because I'm like, I need to know, is he like, is he like filming with some screen, some people? Mm -hmm. Miami is filming today. Yeah. And I feel like he he was filming feet weirdly because a lot of them had similar mm-hmm. shoes. Okay. So there was enough shoes in the bunch where I think we might have the full cast. So I think they took a private jet together. Yes. And Mary Saul was already in New York City. So we've mm-hmm. got her. Yeah, we got her. Important. Wow. Um, yeah, Vanderbilt Rolls. Let's get to the reunion. Two. So next week, no OC, two nights of Vanderbilt Rolls reunion in a row. They're really not giving us OC. Yeah. Like, why do they do that? Like, what's going on? But I actually like, I think I'm okay with that. Cause like, I think Vanderbump is only going to be a two parter. So like, we just like get it done. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, there's two slots to fill a night. Yeah, I know. I know. But we have to do like the, be- the behind the scenes scenes or whatever it's called. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> They're really banking on that. They're like never before seen. It's like, there'll be more episodes of that than the actual show. Yeah. Okay, shall we get to Orange County? Yes. Okay, hashtag Brendan was right. Let's get it trending worldwide. If you didn't think I was going to be right, like, you're an idiot. No (laughs) offense. No offense to all involved. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was teed up in the tease of Gina asking Heather to invite Noella. Exactly, and that's why I talked, that's why I said that is the scene where Heather will give permission, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do you make of... I've, I, going into this, we were led to be, believe, like, in my mind's eye, that Noella gave um, Heather's daughter actual porn. <laughs> I never thought it was going to be actual porn. I actually... <laughs> I thought it was going to be... Here's what I thought. I thought with the lead up to the way Heather's being painted or has been pe- painted up until like this episode, I thought the book was going to be, or whatever the gift was going to be tamer than it actually was okay. because what Heather ended up reading oh, was yeah. actually a really funny scene that yeah. most of it had to be bleeped, but it yeah. sounds like it was actually like bad and not something you'd give to a 17 year old. I know. However, I don't think Noella sat there and read each card. She probably right. like saw this like, oh, pride like cards or a whatever. Pride game card. Like, let me get it for this girl. And that's it. And so let's talk to whatever company's putting that out. 
Mm, and did yeah. she read the ages on the back of the card? Because all those card games usually have the ages. Yeah. However, like the age is going to be 18. So she, if, if anything, she's like, oh, this girl's 17, whatever. Like, like a radar movie. You're not like, oh my God, I'm not letting the 17 year old go see the radar movie, but the 18 year old can go. Sure. But it's different when it's cards that have sex acts on them. Yeah. 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 But it was a really funny scene in Heather's Closet. Yes. In Heather's Closet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, we had that weird scene with Nicole in the um, bathing suit shop with Jen and Emily. Yeah. And Nicole wasn't on the trip. Okay. Yeah. They, I think there was like an editing trick or something. Cause it was like, Nicole's not coming. And then like fast cut and Noel is running late. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, but I did like that bathing suit shop scene because Emily was really... Emily's like the comedian of the season. Mm -hmm. And she did the thing when she was like in the mirror with Dr. Jen. (laughs) And she was like, you look like my like little sister. Then she was like, you look like... my daughter? Well, no, but she said, you look like Annabelle. And I thought she was referring to the doll Annabelle. (laughs) Stop. Like the haunted doll. And I thought that was a funny joke. Wow. No, it's her daughter. I know they showed the picture, but I think they should go back and edit it. And it should be the haunted doll. Yeah. (laughs) Who famously wears like bikinis. Yeah. Yeah. Is... Will Dr. Nicole shopping in the bikini shop be the last we ever see of her? I think so, because I think she was supposed to be on this trip. Okay. So you would not be surprised if we never saw Nicole Weiss again. And fanfic, she couldn't come on the trip because she's not vaxxed. Okay. So I would love to circle into this. Because Noella mentioned something to her dog about how the dog couldn't come on the trip because she's not vaxxed. Like she did like a joke about it. Oh, I don't like, I don't love the dog being named Rihanna, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you should name your dog after like a famous woman. Yeah. Um, But okay. So here's the thing. They went on a private plane. So like, and planes you don't need to be vaxxed on. Right. So we know that so far. Mm -hmm. And then this resort seems to be like almost like an Airbnb. So you don't need to be vaxxed for that either. So, like, at what part do we need to be vaxxed? Is it going to restaurants in Cabo? I don't think Because so. we didn't even need our vax cards up until recently in New York, semi-recently. Yeah. Like, outside of New York, most places I've been outside of New York, you do not need to show vaccination. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to, like, yeah. do anything. I don't know. That was just, like, my little theory because of what I've heard before. But I know. I've heard that too, but like I feel like that's just everyone just repeating the same thing over and over. Whereas like I don't where like where's the the proof in the pudding, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um I love I love the the new Trace Amigas having a fun day out horseback riding together. I know. Well the first first we get the new uh Ramonia with Emily and Gina, and then we get the Trace Amigas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well a lot of horseback riding in this week. Bravo between this and Vanderpump. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I, Dr. Jen, what a, what a sad sack. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe not as far down there as what's her name from last season, but. Oh, Elizabeth Vargas. Yeah. But like, there is some unhappy people in orange County. Yeah. Is that where and- it's like, it's like, oh, people are like, oh, when you like, when you get old, like you go to like 
Florida to retire? Like, do you go to like Orange County to go be sad? I thought you, from what people like Kelly Dodd have said, you go to Orange County to like whoop it up and like have the time of your life and whatever. Mm. But like, there's a sadness of a lot of the wives out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, you know, I never would have expected Noella to be as Looney Tooney as she is from the brief glimpse we got of her last season. I know. And I was thinking about this earlier and we get a lot of Noella alone this episode. Yeah. And her being alone is very Kelly Ben Simonian as far mm. as like the way she like enters spaces. And I'm not even like, I'm not directly comparing her to Kelly, but early season Kelly, like when Kelly would walk into a party in the Hamptons, mm-hmm. it was always like, she was like so chipper and kind of like waving to everyone, even if there wasn't someone there. And yeah. Noella's got a little bit of that in her. Noella is like, obviously has a lot more intelligence and whatever than Kelly Bensmo does and like can hold a conversation, that kind of thing. But like her walking into the villa by herself and her like walking up to that man at the bar and just like their brief interaction and her like kind of being like, Oh, it's been a long day. And like sipping the margarita. Oh, that did the trick. And like whatever acting she was doing in those scenes. When she was like, Oh, you know, I brought my passport card and that wasn't enough because I'm so used to flying private and that's all I ever do. But it's like, girl, you could have flown private if you just went with everyone else. Right. Well, no, she wasn't invited to go with everyone else. I Was she not? I, I don't know about that. I feel like there was like some, there was some reasoning left on the table that. Or she had like that. a doctor's appointment or something. Okay, but yeah. I don't know. My running theory is she wasn't invited to go with everyone else. Because okay. Heather is being cagey with Noella. Mm. Also, Heather's got some weirdness this episode, too. When she had the blueprints just sprawled yeah. out at her vacation house. Yeah. And she's like, hey, girls, do you want to see, like, the house I'm trying to yeah, build? Yeah, she's so weird. <laughs> and then, like, no offense, the house is beautiful, but, like, where's the air conditioning? And I know it's mostly, like, mm. outside, but, like, even in Gina and uh, Emily's room didn't seem to be air conditioned. Yeah. Also... It's, uh, you know, like I'm obsessed with this, like how old people are and everything. When she was talking about like, oh, well, I want to get this house so I can leave it to my kids because like I'm going to die soon. And I'm like, how old are I'm you? I'm going to die girl? soon. <laughs> and then, but like she's in her, she's in her mid fifties. I was like, yeah, but a, that's, that, I, I feel like, oh, what, go ahead. You know, so, so I think she's more insinuating that Terry's going to die soon because Terry's in his mid sixties. Okay. Terry's yeah, but 10 I mean, years older than her. Sure. Coming from, so I come from four kids. Yeah. And Heather is 53. Yeah. And her kids are around like 18, right? Going into college. Well, I think that's the oldest and then the youngest. No, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. My mom, when I was first year of college, I came home and surprised her for her 50th birthday. Mm. So in that way, like, Heather, does that make sense? Like, it's a different scope where, like, Heather kind of had her kids on, like, the later side compared to what a lot of people do. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like she feels, she's probably, like, in the group of moms that she hangs out with, like, on the older side, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, Especially yeah. with her younger kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. The younger kids. Yeah. Yeah. How old is the youngest kid? 
I don't know, but that doesn't. We don't have to obsess over age, but Mm-mm. it's people can feel the way they feel. <laughs> okay. Like I'm 34, and I'm like. Am I walking into heaven soon? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm walking to heaven soon, Brenda. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, I, I'm loving the chaos. I'm loving like this is the first time this season we have everyone like staying somewhere together. Yes, and the dinner felt just like the setup and like the location felt like an OC vacation dinner. Mm. It just like looked the look and feel just like where they were just like, it felt like home in a way. Okay. And just like the chaos is like the chaos of an OC vacation dinner. It's always like over something so stupid. And that's what we got at this dinner. A lot of stupid. It was like over like the tequila's not chilled. It was over like, like the octopus. The octopus Noella just has a problem with like Heather's face and like the way she like <laughs> looks, which is like interesting. Yeah. Shannon's just kind of in her own world. I feel like we're about to. I feel like we're in like the Shannonsance. This is going to be uh, like what the, I've, the, we got the midseason trailer, and she seems to be like losing it with Gina coming up. Yeah, but also in the midseason trailer, she seems to be like having the time of her life at points. Oh, okay. Okay. And like in the midseason trailer, Gina's like talking to a stuffed bear at a point. Uh, A bear statue. A bear statue. Yeah. Which is like basically a stuffed bear. Yeah. I'm looking forward to in that midseason trailer of more Gina. And I feel like we're we're getting more Gina on this trip. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's OC. I'm loving it. I'm having a good time. Um, Miami. Having the best time. Oh, prestige television. Yeah. And we're in the Hamptons, baby. And we're in the Hamptons. I think that like this episode is where Dr. Nicole became a star. Yes. Cause she was a wallflower up until this episode. But I think like the interesting thing about, about this episode is she was like a wallflower to us because I think, we had so much story building to do to like mm. bring us back to Miami, make us acquainted with our old friends, bring in the new characters. But I think stuff was happening, especially like the way that like Mary Saul like approaches Dr. Nicole in this episode. I think stuff was happening like kind of like on the outskirts and mm. now we're seeing it come to a head. Yeah. But it was this whole episode of us arriving in the Hamptons. I could, I could never like, wrap my head around who's on whose side other than Alexia and Marisol are always on each other's side and mm-hmm. Adriana and Julia are just playing naked in their bathtub. Good. Cause it was like Lisa versus Larsa, but then they end up being kind of like buddy, buddy next to each other. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think Lisa versus Larsa was purely to do with like room setups mm-hmm. and to be honest, like, I like that they don't tell these women, like, what they're walking to as far as house. But then it's, like, with these women who are as high-strung as they are, it's, like, most normal people walking into a shared house will, like, have conversations about, like, sleeping and, like, who's going to sleep mm-hmm. with who or, like, who, what kind of room someone's going to sleep in. I like that they don't do it here. But the fact that Lisa's so caught off guard, I'm like, oh, and she has, like, a meltdown about, like, not being able to sleep alone. It took me a while to really do the math and figure out, like, wait. Because it seemed like Kiki was by herself. That's what I thought, too. 
But then I did the math when I think Alexia was talking to Todd, there's five bedrooms and nine women. So one woman gets to sleep by herself, which is, which is Larsa. And like, Larsa keeps talking about her quote, sleeping unquote, with her jewelry, sleeping with the, like as if the jewelry is like a, is like a living, breathing creature. Well, I think it's because she's like there, she's doing a jewelry show. So she has like a lot of luggage. Okay. So there's going to be like a lot of shit in her room. This, <laughs> this house is like so huge that I don't think the jewelry needs to sleep in the bed, but, but if, but like, but then, but yes, but then I go along with the housewives rules and the pecking order, which is host elders, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. newbies. There mm-hmm. is a pecking order as Sonia Morgan taught us a decade ago. But the thing is, it didn't even go like that. Cause like some of the elders were happy to sleep with each other. Well, cause like, they're, like they're sisters. Yeah. But well, cause in, in this situation, there's only like, there's only one person who really gets to win and that's Larsa. Cause she's the host, but she has to sleep with the jewelry. She has to sleep with the jewelry. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then there's someone who gets to win for the night. And that's the person who does, who is going to be sleeping with Gertie. Which I thought they said that Lisa was going to be sleeping with yeah. Gertie. So but she then who's Kiki night. sleeping with? I think Dr. Nicole. Okay. Because that's the only other person left. Yeah, so like, Lisa, I would take the win for the night. And if you want to move off campus for the second night, like, yeah. do that. But don't yeah. cry about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I was shocked to see a, a bed actually arrive. Like a spare little cot. Oh my God, I love a spare little cot. Yeah. I also like to Willy Wonka with a friend sometimes. Oh, yeah. You, we know you love that. <laughs> I, uh, Marisol really, like, thought she was doing something. And she ended up in, inadvertently doing something, but I don't, not what she planned. At dinner? Yeah. Yeah, and I think the thing about Marisol is that she's really good on the show. And... I watched the Watch Rabbins Live. She's so bad at Watch Rabbins Live. She's really bad at it. Yeah. And she exists well in one kind of place. And I think she's learned a lot from like her housewife studies, but like she hasn't learned everything. Yeah. Um, the, but good thing that the like one clip going viral from Watch Rabbins Live is her giving mm. Andy the rosary. That was Mama Elsa's. Yeah. But that's like, uh, if we all love Mama Elsa, but like, now is your chance to like grow participate of that. participate yeah. on Watch Robin's Live and like answer the question. Yeah. Like you're like she thinks her charm is gonna like get her through the episode. Like you need to like participate. You need to name if you're going to be on one of these reality shows, name a name. I know. Yeah. Like if you like if Andy goes, who's the shittiest person? I would be like, oh. If your if your head popped up, Dan, I'd be like, Dan. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I am no, famously but, the shittiest person. Yeah. No, but like among people, I'd like I'd I'd yeah, even I'm with friends. The shittiest I'd be person, like, you know. I know. I understand <laughs> that. <laughs> but you you that's the like Nate, that's why we're not on reality TV. It's like the nature of the beast. You have to say who's the shittiest person. Yeah, and it is me. <laughs> For the record, I don't actually think that I don't think Dan's the shittiest no, person. No, no. He's the only other person on this podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm not. <laughs> Okay. I got I gotta give credit though. Shannon picked up the slack that episode. She did. Watch Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, Miami, besides that, we kind of like spent more time in the beginning with Dr. Nicole and her dad. Mm-hmm. I think like she, what, I, what I was talking about in terms of her becoming a star is that she kind of like really held her own with the whole table jumping down her throat. Yeah, when well, after Marisol asked like, which is the most leading question, who do you trust least at this table? Yeah. This is what we're talking about, Marisol. It's like she can dish it but can't take it on Watch What Happens Live. Like she... Yeah. She's asking who's the shittiest person. Yeah. Ay, 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 ay. Um, and then um, I will say, anytime, and people have been saying it about Alexia, anytime she looks like a ghast, especially, I'm like, I'm looking at just a blonde Teresa. Oh, my God. There's many times where she was being very Judician. Yeah. When, of, when like Dr. Cole said, like, you said this about Marisol, she's like, I don't, I don't remember. It's like when it. she looks confused. Like when she, yeah. Like, yeah. Very Judician. Ah, wow. I love it. I got to say there was a big Guerty shaped hole in this episode. Yeah. Was she I, here? I missed her. I like, I, she is great. Like, I mean, I love everyone in this cast. Really? Mm-hmm. We didn't even get the, into uh, Adriana tits out. Oh my God, the chaos, the chaos of Adriana. <laughs> she was being very Ramonian in terms of like pissing in the bathroom in order to claim it. Like s- splashing around. Naked, splashing. <laughs> like, And it's funny because at this point, Ultimate Girls Trip has, hadn't aired. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was, the Ramona was in her all along. Yeah. She studied the arts. Yeah. I mean, loving, loving her and Julia. Julia's just... Along for the ride. She brought, like, did you notice that she brought her Miss Universe, like, 1990-something or 80-something swimsuit? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How's it going? Nice. Yeah. Um, I love that. They're filming the reunion. Love that. Can't wait for that. And I think that's it for Miami, really. Yeah, let's get to our uh, One True Queen and the Freak of the Week. Well, so the Freak of the Week this week is the crazy cast lists that are coming out for Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, yes. Okay. (laughs) So here's my problem with the internet, Mm. is that anyone can do a little graphic design of anything, (laughs) and someone will believe it as long as you write the word confirmed in front of it. So I think, like, no offense to Dan, but I feel, feel like he even, like, stretched into believing some of these fake cast lists for celebrity big brother, which I will say the ones that I saw that were circling around, they all had Tiffany Pollard. Yeah. New miss New York. One of them would have either Nene leaks mm-hmm. or Erica Jane. Yeah. One of them would have either Sean Spicer or hope Hicks to fill yeah. like the Trump administration yes. spots. Yes. And then it'd be just like a mishmash of other people. Todrick. Todrick would be on one. Who else? Like uh, Shangela was on one. Shangela. Like just all sorts of people. Yeah. My thing is my problem is in general with the way the internet is going. And we've seen a lot of this with like Bravo, like housewives news and like housewives <laughs> announcement and casting rumors. It's like anyone will believe anything that's put in a screenshot these days. And it's like for like, if you care about me, please stop doing this. Cause it hurts my brain because then I have to start to go do research to see if any official site or anything has said this. And usually the case is no. So for my personal sanity, will people stop doing this? I know they won't, but 
stop sharing this shit. On on a related note, there was that Bravo like fan troll account that tweeted like, "Oh shit, I need to start getting a rumor out that." That Lisa did not know Jenny before filming, and then then the same account next tweet says confirmed. Uh, Lisa, no, like Lisa did not know Jenny before filming began. They only pretended to be friends, like for uh, casting reasons, and then automatically gets like eight hundred retweets. It's like <laughs> this is the problem. This is actually the problem with like all of modern society and like where we're heading as a culture and like a human race because this is mm. what's going to destroy us. Wow. Okay, our one true queen this week. I gotta say, this was a really fun week on Watch Robins Live across the board. It it was several good episodes. Several good episodes, kind of kicked off by Heather Gay and our one true queen, Lucas Gage, who could not be happier to be in the clubhouse. And can I preface this, not to talk about Radio Andy again, but <laughs> Lucas Gage appeared on SiriusXM Radio probably like two months ago. Okay. And that's kind of where Andy learned that Lucas was such a big Bravo fan, yeah. which set up this Watch what Happens Live appearance where we can talk about more, but Andy was very H word during mm. the entire time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was a fun episode. Go on to talk about Lucas. Uh, well, I mean, he just was clearly a super fan. It was like, it was Sarah Paulson of him. Sarah Paulson. Yes, yes, yes. And just like he was bonding with Heather Gay. I saw them. I was on his Instagram earlier and they like went out last night and Heather Gay is now part of like the cool, like young Hollywood inner circle now. Oh, okay. So like, I want to see Heather Gay on Euphoria Mm. and White Lotus season two. Yeah. Which is taking place in Sicily, I think. Oh my God. My, my homeland. I know. Yeah. I, I would love, let's get Heather Gay, like, as a teacher on Euphoria. Like, I love those memes of, of like, I think TikToks of, like... Of, She's just of wearing, Euphoria. like, nipple covers <laughs> yeah. and, like, a thong. And teaching, like, biology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Okay, what a week. Uh, as usual, head on over to comethroughqueen.com for all things Come Through Queen. Also, I mentioned before, go to Spotify, leave us a rating... Uh, mm-hmm. Five stars, obviously. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a glowing review. Five stars. Five stars, and then write something nice. We like to read them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and come through queen.com has links to our social, to the Patreon, and just like that, uh, recap show. Wow, wow, wow! And just like that, another week of come through queen. Like, comment, subscribe. Heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.